Hey friends, it's me, Katie Ann, and your host of the Full Confidence Ahead podcast, where we go on a journey together, tackling the fears of life from family relationships to finance, from careers to community. We are so excited to have Honest Summers with us today. Oh my goodness, we are in for a treat. This is kind of a fun one. She's a filmmaker and a documentary maker, and she also has a lot of experience going through her life with perfectionism. So we're going to learn a lot from her today, get a beautiful perspective. But first, we are so grateful for our podcast and our sponsors make our podcast possible. So thank you listeners for supporting our sponsors. We're going to turn the moment moment over for them. Thank them for what they do to make this possible so everyone can listen for free. Scared swiping your card at a cash register, not knowing if it would be declined or maxed out on your credit limit? Believe me, I've been there holding my breath, waiting to check out. Thankfully, all of that fear melted away and turned into confidence when I took a financial literacy course. The PowerPay Money Master course has changed my experience at the cash register from fearful to fearless. The online course is video based and gives you real life money smarts. USU Extension is offering a free Money Master course to all Full Confidence Ahead listeners. Go to extensioncourses.usu.edu slash Powell and add the Money Master course to your cart. The link will give you the $40 course for free. You can also get the course discount by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the Money Master course under the finance category. Use the code KDAN. K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N with no spaces at checkout to claim your $40 discount and free course. As a podcaster and a one-woman show, it takes a lot of time to record, edit, and produce my episode. There is no way I could run my podcast on my own if I didn't have Podflow. Podflow is an AI-based podcasting tool that enhances audio recordings, writes show notes, and makes audio timestamps all within literally minutes. It's given me the power to be a one-woman show by giving me back my time. If you have your own podcast or are considering making your own, head over to podflow.ai to create your account. Podflow will give you a free trial to get just a taste of their product. And when you're ready to purchase their product, it's affordable and purchased by the month. So you can go month by month with your podcasting process. Get ready to podcast like me and get your Podflow account at podflow.ai. Okay, Anna, we are thrilled to have you here. So let me introduce you to our audience a little bit. But first off, to our audience, I have known Anna for man how many years it's like uh when did we start 2016 2016 I have known her since 2016 and what beautiful years those have been because I have an incredible friend who's been in my life and I just adore Anna and I think by the end you'll all be like wow this woman wow she's amazing so she's a BYU graduate in media arts and she is a filmmaker and a documentary maker. She's the lead ed- editor. And then you're going to have to help me of how to pronounce this, but it's a nonprofit productions company, but Leicester? Leicester. Well, I said it wrong. Leicester. <laughs> Leicester Productions. So she's she does documentaries there. It's a nonprofit documentary productions company. And she is pursuing her master's in library science at Texas Women's University. Basically, in a package, she is one of the most amazing women I know, 
and kind and supportive. I've never had a friend that's like, oh, wow, just thank you for being here with me today. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. And I don't know, I've heard about this podcast and I listened to it. So I'm excited to be a part of it. <laughs> I'm so excited. So uh, this podcast is going to be so beautiful as, as I was talking to Anna and she has a beautiful story that she's willing to share with us. And a little while back, and we'll, we'll kind of get into your story is she developed some ticks, which is very personal. And I'm so grateful that you're willing to share this part with you because I think we all have things. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about those and about perfectionism today, which we need to all talk about more because we all struggle with things like perfectionism or stuff like that. And we're so grateful that you are here sharing with us. So let's just kind of start talking about what are ticks and how did this start for you? Okay. So ticks are kind of, um, uncontrollable movements either with my body or with my voice and so I I end up saying funny things so like at church sometimes I shout I smell like a turkey gobble 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 and I don't know if I go to a very quiet church and so you know we're trying to talk about God and Jesus and then you just hear someone start barking like a dog or singing nursery rhymes and it's it's a little weird <laughs> um, and so um, it's a good time. I so what happened was last year I hit my head on a windowsill. I was going to bed and my bed is right next to the window. And so instead of my head softly hitting the pillow, it cracked on the corner of the windowsill right on the back of my head. And then the next night my arm started jerking controllable. Um and then that grew to the rest of my body and then after finals week in April, so that was in February, then in April after finals, I started doing voice ticks and, and a little bit of echolalia. And so echolalia is when you, like, you repeat sounds you hear. So, like, I would hear sirens. Mm. And so I would, please sirens. And so I go, whoop, whoop, whoop. And I would see billboards and I'd repeat the things I saw on the billboards or I'd repeat the phrases I heard in church. And, and then they started taking on their own. <laughs> so I just started saying my own stuff <laughs> and so um I don't swear so my like go-to naughty thing to say is your face <laughs> um, <laughs> you're like Whoa! at least I'm not shouting out something crazy in church like <laughs> yeah so and if you hear a cat meowing, sorry, that's my cat. He wants attention. It's oh. not me. But if you hear a dog barking, I don't hear. I have a dog. That is me. So talking about the ticks increases them. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, though that's my tick story. So I was very ashamed of them at first. I just, I thought I was this freak. I was afraid to go out. I remember they first started around graduation. So I was graduating from BYU. I was in the Marriott Center and I was just barking like a dog. And my mom was on the other side of the stadium and she could hear me. <laughs> oh man. So it was it was funny, but like it's it was hard at first. I had a really hard time accepting myself for who I am because this was completely new. I didn't know how to control it. It was just completely out of my control. And I could not keep quiet. And I had all this intention on me. This is just the most beautiful story. And I, there's so many things I kind of want to 
go through it. The first off is this is something that developed for you. It's not like you were born with it. So, because that happens in life, whether it, it's mental illness, whether it's, whether it's a certain disease or whether it's other things, like we all develop and change. And this is something that you're like, okay, this is now a part of me, even though it's not what you were used to. So how was that adjustment at first kind of accepting like, okay, this is a part of me. Was that, was that hard at first and kind of rejecting like, nope, this is like, we're going to kick this to the curb, but now you've like embraced this. How, how was that for you? So, so to get this right, so you're asking like, how, how, how did I learn to embrace this? Yeah. Um, really it was the hardest thing for me was church because I church and school, I should say, because I had to sit still and be quiet. And that with ticks does not combine well. Oh man. So I sometimes during class I would get get up and put myself in the corner. It's just I don't know why I just would stand in the corner. And so it was really difficult, but what happened was people, um, I, w- I was growing up, I was a very quiet person and I would make sure I put on this face of perfectionism and I, I would kind of block people out because of this, because I put on this R like, oh, I'm perfect, I'm great. And I wouldn't let them see the real me. Whereas with these ticks, they got to see who I am. I, they see how goofy and silly I am. And because I smell like a turkey. And so, <laughs> so I suddenly in classes and at church, I started making friends at an expedited rate and yeah. people got to know me and I did not expect this reaction from people to love me for who I actually was. I always thought that people would be very afraid or weirded out by me and would stay away. But that was completely the opposite effect. I made tons of friends and people were very supportive of me. And that was just really cool. And so that helped me see that for the first time in my life that I don't have to wear a mask of perfectionism. In fact, it's better that I don't because then people get to see the real me and I get to be comfortable with who I am. And that that has just been great for my life. That is the most beautiful thing is when you were able like when you were literally forced to drop the mask because you're like I like I'm it's not I'm not capable of even keeping one up because it's not controllable then that authentic self showed through and then people do you think people were just more easily able to connect with that authentic self with you where it's like okay this is me and now it was like this open invitation of people to come and like into your world yes yeah they Definitely. I feel like especially in when I was living in Utah, there is definitely a culture of perfectionism where you need to kind of keeping up with the Joneses. You've got to be got to act like you're busy, got to act like you, you know, you've got it all together all the time. You got to dress in a certain way to you know, look like you're, you're you're doing well. You have the time to put yourself together and it's difficult to keep up with that. And so when people see me and see that I can, I'm doing okay with my authentic self, it's, it's kind of refreshing. And it's refreshing for myself living in that culture. And um, my cat's distracting me. <laughs> okay. Your cat is welcome to the podcast too. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was just refreshing for me and I think for everyone else to 
see that that side of me where I was forced to show, hey, I'm not perfect and it's okay. And then everybody's like, hey, I'm not perfect and that's okay. That's something we can all unify against because we're all not perfect human beings and we're all trying our best. And that's some, that's just a unifying thing we have across humanity. Oh, that is so beautiful just to be able to. I, I just love your story of how that that would be so hard to have something in your life that's uncontrollable and you're not used to to suddenly be like, this is now me. But that just was a moment of pure authenticity that has made other people be able to open up and be like, oh my goodness, thank you for being the catalyst for this more beautiful and authentic and peaceful and open world. Like you are such a, a beautiful story for all of us and a hero, really. I think so. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm just amazed by you and this journey. Do you feel like it was pretty fast kind of coming to that, embracing this? Or did, do you think it took a while to be like, okay, I'm, I'm embracing who I am. I'm embracing these ticks. It took a while. It took a long while. One of the difficult things is I was making a film at the time that these ticks <laughs> were created, as you know, it's a film about you. <laughs> <laughs> And one of the things that we talked about is because I had these little ticks, it would be heard off camera if I were present. And we had a lot of discussions as, as with my crew of whether or not I should be there to film, even though I was the director, because would, what, what, what would we do if I ticked during a really important part? That was difficult for me as a filmmaker to be like, I can't even be present. Like, it's a question of if I can be present while making films. I found a nice medium now with editing. I don't have to be present. I can be remote, and we don't have to worry about that. But um, that was a big life changer for me because, um, yeah, now, now my career had to change. And I chose something silly like, oh, well, it's kind of funny. I chose librarians, like a librarian at a library where you have to be quiet. <laughs> Fine. People, people are chill with it. Fine. <laughs> I kind of got lost <laughs> with my story. No, no, I love what you were saying here. It's it's like you had to modify your profession now of embracing this new side of you of of going from director to editing and now to kind of library librarian of this pathway, this arch. And when was the moment that you were like, you know what? I don't know if being a director is possible and when was that moment and how how did you get through that I don't remember the exact moment I already had being a librarian in the plans because documentaries don't make a lot of like any money <laughs> so you you kind of need a day job but I I like taking an I took an editing class and I really liked it. And then I had an opportunity pop up that summer where I got to be an editor and they they kind of let me take full reins at Leicester Productions. So I kind of have full creative control of my projects and that's really fun. And so um, I, I'm very happy with where I'm at. So, so fun. yeah. I think what I love with your story too, is you are willing to pivot because sometimes like we should have dreams. We should have visions. We should have goals for our lives, but life happens. And sometimes 
we need to pivot. Sometimes we're forced to pivot and you have found something that you're equally as good at, you're equally as excited about, but it's not necessarily plan A, but you've done this beautiful pivot and been flexible and and gone into kind of plan B, but have found, do you feel like you've found equal satisfaction between this? Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, I think being a director really stressed me out. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> being editing is just a lot more chill someone else is in control and I just can do my own thing and they can worry about all the big stuff that I I just they just get me the footage and then I do what I want with it and that that's that is my happy happy medium (laughs) it's so cool that this kind of pushed you actually into maybe but maybe that first plan was plan b and this is really planning right where it's like oh my goodness like this is even a better fit for your life right where this mm-hmm. is something that you're less stressed, you're happier, you're doing what you still working with documentaries, but in a different space and atmosphere. Um, I think that's beautiful. The way that you view this challenge is it's actually been like a pivot and opportunity for you to kind of grow into that authentic self, or at least that's what I'm hearing from your story. Do you think that's true? Yes. Yeah. Again, I was face of perfectionism and it's it's hard to not be perfectionistic in this society where it is so highly rewarded especially in schools and I'm searching for a job right now job interviews are I can tell <laughs> really spike my perfectionism and because you, you know you make one wrong move and that can cost you the job and that's that's really hard so you're rewarded in this society to be perfectionistic and it's really difficult to fight that um, and try to be authentic in in this society that's so true like so true with perfectionism there's so many questions with that too what advice would you have someone because we won't many of us probably won't have ticks happen in our lives to help kind of push us and be a catalyst into into a world where we can kind of overcome this perfectionism but what things did you learn from having your ticks or what advice would you give someone who's really struggling with perfectionism today i think the best thing to keep in mind is is your attitude towards failure. That's that's really where perfectionism hits. Is if you when you are a perfectionist and you fail, you blame yourself and you're like, if only I were better, this wouldn't have happened. If I was better, I could have avoided this. And that's not true. You're gonna fail no matter what. That's that's just life. Life just happens and things go wrong, and that's that's okay. And but what someone who's not perfection is their their mindset is like failure happens. It's okay. Um, how can I learn from this? And so um, a kind of mantra I have to myself is when I fail, that means I was trying and that means I was successful. And so so I just tell myself I failed, but I'm trying and I failed, but I'm trying. And that really has helped me combat my perfectionism. And then just and like that's kind of hard to sit do in a social sense because how do you fail in a social sense? And just for me, being authentic to who I am, and for each person, who you are authentically is different for me. That's being goofy, and <laughs> so like that is um, 
that's hard to do for each person and you have to go on your own journey to figure out who you are authentically I was really lost in myself and in society and trying to be someone I wasn't and I really it was quite the miracle that I had these ticks because I don't think I would have ever found myself had I not had these and so um it's yeah just try to figure out who you are and do your best to be authentic socially because it, it is quite rewarding oh, you're so like the way that you even talk about your ticks and these challenges is just so impressive to me and I love what you said about perfectionism I had never considered that because I'd always thought about perfectionism as doing everything kind of like to the top ability. But what you're really saying is perfectionism comes from this root of failure. So you're like overcompensating even is like, okay, you're so like, we're all scared of failure to the point that we've overcompensated to perfection. Is that kind of what I heard there? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love that perspective because then it's like, okay, instead of trying to not like force us not to like do it, like, like tickety tack, everything like perfect, perfect. Then instead of focusing on that, we can focus on embracing failure and naturally it'll improve perfectionism, which I love that. It's like, oh, okay. Because I think I've been focusing on that wrong of, oh, I've been focusing on like, okay, it doesn't need to be perfect. doesn't need to be perfect. But what I heard from you now is focused on embracing that failure. And so instead of thinking about that, now I'm going to think about, it's okay to fail. Uh, what was your sentence you said? That was so beautiful. You said, um, embracing failure or if oh. I fail, I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I fail, I'm, at least I'm trying, like I love trying that. just cause you're trying. That means you've already succeeded. I love that. And that's so true. There's that quote by JK Rowling. Who's like, or is it her that says, if you don't try, then you're failing by de- default. Anyways, I'm sure podcast listeners can look it up, but it's something like that. (laughs) There's so many of us who don't even try because we're scared of failing and then you fail by default, but failing means that you're trying and that is succeeding. And so I, I just love what you shared with us. You've just opened up this beautiful world. I just, wow. I, I love how you've also seen how this challenge has pushed you into a better opportunity, into a better place where more authentic friendships a better world, more accepting of yourself. It's, you are incredible, absolutely incredible. And as we're wrapping up our podcast, I want to ask you the question that we always ask our podcast listeners. And that is, what is one piece of advice you'd give your younger self to boost your confidence? I would tell myself, because I'm a very anxious person, not to worry so much. And failing means you're trying. (laughs) I just love that you say that too and reiterated that again because I'm really pulling away from your story of like compounding perfectionism through embracing failure and also kind of accepting that authentic self by embracing failures of ourselves, right? Of like whether that be whether that be like things that we do or say or anything, like embracing those so-called failures is what is going to help us be like, you know what? I'm trying at life and so I'm succeeding. And that's the most beautiful, beautiful thing. I am honored that you've shared your story with us. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to talk to you. (laughs) You guys, podcast listeners, she's Anna is a dear friend of mine and I've just admired her for many years and seen her as she's gone through this journey and arc of 
getting ticks and embracing them. And wow, just this is it's kind of people like you that I just want to clone in the world to like have people like you all over because you just like improve society so much by what you do and who you are and how you make friendships and stuff. And I, we are so appreciative that you took the time to be on our podcast today. So thank you so much. Thank you. After every episode, I'm amazed at what each of our guests have accomplished in their lives. They inspire me to go for my dreams and seize opportunities. The reality of life is that every opportunity and dream has a financial implication and knowing how to manage and grow your money will not only help you achieve your goals, but also get to them faster. Utah Money Moms has been a resource for me to learn how to better manage my money and turn my dreams into reality. Their website is full of interactive material to engage all learning styles. My favorite resource is their free monthly webinars where I can listen and have my questions answered by financial counselors and educators. Head on over to utahmoneymoms.com or utahmoneymoms on Instagram to access free empowering material. Again, that is utahmoneymoms.com or utahmoneymoms on Instagram. Thanks for listening in on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast. Weekly on Tuesdays, we'll continue our journey of confidence together through new interviews and insights. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on the latest conversations and confidence boosts. And by the way, you got this because you deserve to live life full confidence ahead. See you next week.